0: Welcome to The Wrong Side, the podcast where we talk about the latest happenings in pop culture to help make sure you never find yourself on the wrong side of history. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Bill and Melinda Gates filing for divorce and Ben Affleck and Matthew Perry's creepy Raya videos. Let's discuss...
1: Before we get into anything, Audrey, I forgot to tell you that I saw something yesterday that reminded me of you instantly. Do you have any Mm. ideas of what it might be? Can you give me a hint? Because I kind of want to guess. It's an object. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It can be found in some people's homes. In what room? Oh, that's going to be too obvious. Is it the kitchen? No. Is it the bedroom? No. It's a living area (laughs) item.
0: (laughs) and you saw it and you thought of me was it a nintendo
1: switch no. <laughs> okay maybe living room isn't too obvious
0: <laughs> i mean i don't fucking know what it wait. Was egg- oh oh an egg chair yes uh, wait tell me more
1: I was walking. We were on this random street in Ohio, in Columbus. Oh my God, not Ohio. I guess in Ohio. <laughs> like where am I right now? But I we were just walking down a street and there were a bunch of apartments with cute little patios and balconies. And this one balcony had a massive egg chair. And I just immediately thought of you, especially because of that iconic picture you just took of Lenny in the egg chair. And I just really think that's one of the best purchases you've ever made.
0: Wow. Wait. That's so true because, okay. So our question of the day, we'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but our question of the day is what's one of the most unique purchases you've ever made. Oh my God. I didn't even think
1: about that. Did I I know that's crazy.
0: No, but that should be my answer, but I have another answer. It's fine. I thought about it already. That's
1: because you're so unique.
0: Okay, wait, before we talk about that though, before we get into the question of the day, back to the egg chair. <laughs> I talked to this. Have I talked to you about this before? So, we got that egg chair at Target, and I won't get into the story. Like, we don't need a whole other anecdote for no, an intro we, like we did we last need year.
1: Third segment, that can be it.
0: <laughs> Honestly, true. But I just have to say, like, getting that egg chair was one of the few accomplishments of my adult life because it was actually just traumatizing and I knew that I wanted it and we went to like five different targets to get it and then like the box was too big so then it was a whole situation but I actually invested in that egg chair because it is actually $100 more expensive now than it was when I bought it because are that's you
1: serious it.
0: yes everyone oh you're literally not.
1: ahead of the curve
0: no like that's I can right. make a a Twenty percent profit margin. (laughs) If I were to sell it, sell it for what I bought it for.
1: That is honestly how you know you're a trendsetter. When yeah, you look back on the price and you're like, oh, sorry to see it spiked for you all. You should have been two years ahead of the game, like I was. I actually, really, actually was a trendsetter. Nobody else had an egg chair at that point.
0: No one. I was the first. Actually, they did because the reason it was so hard to get our hands on one is because we kept doing like ordering it for order pickup. And I did it at five, like every single target, basically in the Portland metro area. I like ordered it. And then an hour later, i would get an email. This item is no longer available for pickup in store because somebody bought it, like went in and bought it. So I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to go buy one. And I finally found one.
1: You got. I re- I vividly remember you guys running all over Portland and going to every single store and it was such a battle and I wasn't helping because I think at that point I was just about to move and so I'm like yeah. I don't know what to offer for this. You we were basically gone by that point and it's fine
0: but it was sad because we like no I'm just saying you, were, <laughs> you literally were gone like I don't even I thought in my memory you had already moved by this point.
1: No I remember the egg chair was there because the other day I had a Snapchat memory of one of Nadia's incredible margaritas in front of the egg chair on the patio Uh, so I had like a good solid month with the egg
0: no you did not have a month with the egg I had at least
1: three weeks no you left like the next day I swear to god we will time stamp this whole thing find your target receipt I'll find my plane ticket and we'll sort this out I'm actually like we should do that in a second
0: but before we do that I just have to tell you that the other day I was at target and they had a tiny egg chair Emily. It was the same exact same as my giant one, but it was tiny and it was for babies, but I wanted to buy it for Lenny, but Lenny likes the big ones. So I just feel like it would have been a waste It would be of a money. downgrade. It'd kind
1: of be an insult probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. He would be like, this is so poor of you to do. Wait,
1: you know how the, how newspapers have, and just online publications too, have corrections you know, Mm -hmm. on a later issue, like just wanted to correct something that was wrong. I quickly want to make a correction to last week's episode that my mom called me out for. You know how you were mentioning not only Peekaboo Bistro, but also Ginger and Spokane. Unfortunately, both of them are closed. And I I am truly so sorry for that because I think I said verbatim, no, Ginger is doing well. And then I googled it and they're not, they have not been doing well for several years. They've been out of business for a long time.
0: Yeah, I I heard my friend Alyssa who's from Spokane, she she let me know and I was disappointed, but it's okay.
1: I'm so sorry. It's okay. But there's still Tomato Street, so we're good. Yeah. There's Wait, even Audrey, more Tomato Streets. What? If I come down to Portland, are we going to go to Margarita Factory?
0: No. I will never grace that place again. I actually I went to this um we went to this Mexican restaurant in Indio when we were down in Palm Desert. And I got, like, a chile reno and a taco and an enchilada combination, which is, like, very similar to what I got at Margarita Factory. And it it was at that point that I knew that Margarita Factory is literally horrible. Like, it's actually even worse than I said. And I said that it was bad. As soon as you
1: had something to compare it to, a direct comparison, you're like, screw this place. I'm banning it. Yeah.
0: But – it has good margaritas, but we've already had this conversation before, so I think we should just.
1: Okay, we're not going there. I just wanted to confirm. Okay, well, like, we'll will I experience... factory? Okay, not going. Okay, good, good. Okay, Can we get into get our into
0: purchases. The... Not the what our purchases. Yeah. Well, the question of the day. Oh, we're doing purchases.
1: I no, kind of like it. Our purchases, like oh. our individual
0: purchase. Purchase. Okay. <laughs> um. Well, the question of the day is: What's one of the most unique purchases you've ever made?
1: So originally we were going to just talk about what's the best purchase you've made, but then we figured there would be basic answers like TV, laptops, whatever. Then we tried doing an under $50 gift and then that was just way too hard. And so we were like, screw it. Is there something that we bought slash own or previously owned that really nobody else bought or had? And so do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. So when I was a senior in college, I had to live in my sorority for the first quarter because I was still a president, as were you. And so I couldn't live out because most seniors at UW, you know, the seniors will get a house together, eight to 10 people, and they'll just live like a block or two off campus. And so I was robbed of that experience for the first quarter of my senior year. But mm-hmm. when I got to move out, winter quarter, I had a huge room. Like this room was massive. It could, it could be two, if you put a wall up, a flex wall, it could be a two bedroom. So this was like a gigantic rectangular room. And I had no idea what to do with it. Cause I only had a bed and a desk and a dresser. I had no other furniture and everybody kept telling me, Oh, get a couch, like get a couch. And you can have like a little living room area. And then I started looking at couches and they were all Hundreds of dollars. And I'm a senior in college, so I can't afford it. But I really did like, you know, the idea of having a seating area, maybe something to sit on. And so I found, I don't know how I found this. I think I probably went to Target, searched couch, and then set the price range from like zero to a hundred. I found an inflatable couch. And I legitimately thought that this was going to be the coolest thing. It was like a nude color. I thought, you know, it'd just be comfy for people to sit on sort of like an air mattress vibe. I will find a picture of it to try to post on our stories. Not only was it the ugliest thing I've ever seen in my entire life, you literally couldn't even sit on it. Like when you went to sit on it, it would just tip over on you it was just the, I I forget how much it was. I think it was around $50. But when I tell you that it was probably the most humiliating and unique purchases I've ever made my entire life, I am telling the complete and full truth because everyone roasted the shit out of me whenever they'd come over. And it kind of became a spectacle. People would be like, when we'd have new people over at our house, everyone would be like, oh shit, have you seen the inflatable couch? Like it was, it was humiliating, but I'm glad that I was able to provide some entertainment for my housemates.
0: The only time that I've ever seen an inflatable couch or knew that that was a thing was when I saw that somebody was camping at Coachella and they brought an inflatable like sectional, which I actually thought was iconic because they basically they put it in their like ginormous ten person tent. Yes, and that was pretty iconic. But in a in a home or in a room, not so much. Exactly. It's, actually, it's funny, uh, Emily, like, because I was listening back to last week's episode. And you, you made that comment when I was talking about how Lauren lives in my building, how you're like, oh yeah, it's just like a dorm. And then listening back, I realized like you've never lived in a dorm,
1: right? Okay. I did live in a dorm for four weeks Okay, before (laughs) it was an early fall start. I took a one quarter class before school started in the fall before recruitment.
0: I was like, no wonder she was just so off when she
1: <laughs> said it was anything like living in a dorm. No, I didn't mean it in a bad way. I just meant it like, no, oh, you lose your friend next door. I know it wasn't in a
0: bad way, but living in an apartment is nothing like living in a dorm. Oh That's all I'm saying. That's also, all I'm here are we name dropping today. <laughs> I mean, Lauren got another shout out, so you're welcome. <laughs> Nobody DM'd me back, so I'm like, okay, whatever.
1: Okay, I guess nobody's going to name drop. Anyway, I would love to hear. I cannot wait to hear your purchase because I thought it was the egg, but now well, I'm-
0: yeah, an egg. I mean, that, that would have been a better one. So like egg is kind of my actual answer, I think, mm-hmm. because I have this opinion and I want it to be a more universal opinion. And that opinion is this opinion. I hate things that don't serve a purpose. Ooh. Like I love- home decor, but I hate the act of like going to Target and buying. And I used to do this. So I'm not saying like, I'm, I'm like above this. I'm just like, I realized after like doing this with my college apartment and, and doing it for like my last house and stuff, like, you know, if you're like, oh, I need art for the walls. Like if you just go and like buy like a cheap piece of art and then put it on your wall, like it doesn't make you feel good. It's just like, ew, that's like a stupid piece of Target. Cheap art. Yes. So I love the egg chair because it does so much for the vibe of the living room, but it also serves as like an extra seat and it's really, really big and it takes up a lot of space. So it's like a statement and Lenny likes to sit on it and it's like always in the sun because of where it's positioned. And I just want, I want more things like that where it serves a purpose and it's not just like some dumb like trinket collecting dust that I specifically bought to
1: look good. You know what I mean? Yes. And we talk about this with gifts all the time. I always run gift ideas by you. And we both agree that do not get people something that they are not going to use. And that's why I always go with something like candles because I love candles. I love stuff that, yeah, you know, you're going to use and it's not just going to be something that sits there and collects dust. Yes, I totally agree.
0: That's such a good rule of thumb. Consumables or candles? if you don't know. And I am also a firm believer. Okay. Let's get into this conversation because honestly, (laughs) once again, like our stories are kind of boring. So let's just, just get into this really, really briefly. You know how, when you have a baby or when you're getting married, you put together a list online, you share it with your friends and family. They buy it. The registry tells other people that people have already bought it. So they don't get a duplicate. Everyone's happy person gets what they want. People, you know, give a gift. No one's forcing anyone. Done. I I saw this post somewhere that was like, I got this birthday card, and it came with a link to a registry for birthday birthday gifts that she wants. Is that like a little bit fucking weird? And everyone in the comments was like, Oh, that's so fucking weird and rude. Like, what the hell? That's so awkward. I'm like, Yeah, it is weird because it's a little it's extra. Not,
1: it's not a. The
0: only reason it's weird is because it's not a societal norm. So true. Let's normalize having registries for stuff. Like, I would love for everybody I know to have a link in their Instagram bio to, you know, an
1: Amazon wish list or oh, wait, Amazon wish lists. Wish. Oh my God. Did I just say shit? Wish lists <laughs> are the shit. Or a Pinterest board. Yes. I've th- used Pinterest for so many gifts in the past.
0: Yes. And even then a Pinterest board, like you still run the risk of having a duplicate. So what's wrong with having a registry? I really think that we should get to a point where that is normal because I think it's so annoying getting, I'm sorry, and not to sound rude. And I think I've shared this before, but when you get a gift that you didn't ask for and that person spent money to do something that made you feel good. And then, you know, you're on, you're in this weird sort of situation where you can't like sell it or Return it because they they wanted it to be meaningful for you, yeah. but also they probably felt awkward because they didn't know if you would like it. Like it's just, I want to move past that as a society because that contributes to the overconsumption of you know just shit that we don't need and capitalism winning once again. I bring up capitalism like once an episode
1: <laughs> and I'm here oh for God. it. Um, It's like our buzzword. No, but I totally agree. (laughs) And you definitely notice it the more that you move, which is what you just did. Because yeah, as you're packing up all your stuff, you just start to wonder how the hell did I accumulate all of this? And why do I have this? I don't need it. So people, please stop gifting us this shit.
0: (laughs) No, exactly. And that's not to sound grateful, but I just, or ungrateful. (laughs) I have, that's not to sound grateful. Um, (laughs) Why? I get triggered
1: I'm incredibly ungrateful for the, all this bullshit. 100%. No,
0: I'm so grateful and obviously, you know, if you get someone a gift and they don't love it, that's fine. It's not the end of the world. I'm just saying, I try to Give people, if I don't know what they want, I try to give them money or like a gift card or food or something that they can use that doesn't just end up collecting dust in the back of their closet because they couldn't sell it or throw it away or whatever.
1: Yes, I'm all uh, about experiences. Literally, just take them out to lunch, take them out to dinner, get them a gift card, send them a card, uh, uh, give them uh, I I don't care, like anything. There's so many options. Get them a candle. I swear to God, if everybody will just get their friends a candle for a year, I swear to God, you will have no complaints. Trust there me, there would be world peace. There would, there actually. Actually, would be, and it's bonus points if they're anthropology candles. But totally understand that that's a little. Ugh,
0: that Capri blue.
1: Oh.
0: Okay, but then before we move on, I just have another answer because I think this is
1: something that everybody needs: is a fabric shaver. Wait, is this your? Oh, oh, this is your answer. Answer. This is egg. my second to the egg. Yeah. Yes, this is a great answer already.
0: Fabric Shaver from Amazon, get on Amazon or, you know, if you don't want to support Bezos, get on good old Googie and search Fabric Shaver Conair or they have them at like Target. They're like twelve dollars. And basically what it is, is a little like razor. It's an electric machine that has a razor on it. That's super safe because it has a guard. And you run it over anything that has like pilling so you know the inside of those aligned leggings the side of your couch where there's pilling, your sweatshirt that's a little bit old on the seams or whatever. And you just run it over a couple times it removes all of the pilling it makes it like brand new. And I remember once I was so astonished when I discovered this, this magical tool and I posted about it on my Instagram story, like an influencer. Cause I was like, I just feel as though I cannot withhold this information from the general public, you know you what did I mean? It before
1: and after I remember I before
0: and after. Yeah. And it was a whole charade and I, you know, it was kind of, I felt stupid a little bit cause I was acting like an influencer, but this is, you know, this is an area where I, I want to have influence, you know?
1: Exactly. It's for the common good.
0: And Emily, I'm, I shit you not. I, that was almost, that was probably definitely over a year ago that I posted that Instagram story. It was
1: in Portland. I was still in Portland. That was almost two years ago.
0: Yes. I just got, and this happened like 10 times over the last however many, however many years it's been. I just got a message last week in from this apartment, a girl being like, hey, and we don't know each other that well, but she was just like, hey, I really vaguely remember you posting about some machine that like takes away pilling. Do you, can you send me the link? And I was like, Hundo P, I got are you. Are you
1: kidding me?
0: And that happened like seven times. People being like, Did you post about this thing? I remember it. Do you still have the link? I'm like, Yes, dude. So go Google it. It's a life changer. And clearly, you know, I had an impact on that day. Perhaps the greatest impact I've ever had.
1: Okay, him. you literally need. What are those? uh, What are they called? Why can I not think of it? The TikTok influencers have them, like Amazon. Oh, like like to know it. Yes, yeah. But it's like an Amazon page, but basically yeah, like that. a, yeah. like a then, storefront or something. I don't I know. Uh, it's
0: like your Amazon store, Amazon bookmarks
1: or something, something you need that. And you need to put that link in your bio.
0: Ugh, I know. But then, you know, more money for Bezos. So true. then you have to Ugh. go to
1: bed every night. <laughs> just thinking about Capitalism.
0: As and as I, I already do already that don't enough. Don't. As, if, <laughs> yeah, as if it wasn't enough. Oh, my God. Now, speaking of capitalism, <laughs> Bill and Melinda Gates came to Twitter on Monday saying that they will be splitting up after 27 years of marriage. The two will keep working together on philanthropic efforts, which have addressed education, gender equality and healthcare. After a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship, we have made the decision to end our marriage. They wrote in a statement that Bill Gates tweeted out over the last 27 years, we have raised three incredible children and built a foundation that works all over the world to enable all people to lead healthy, productive lives. We continue to share a belief in that mission and we'll continue our work together at the foundation, but we no longer believe we can grow together as a couple in this next phase of our lives. We ask for space and privacy for our family as we begin to navigate this new life. Bill and Melinda Gates both worked at Microsoft. She had been the general manager at the software company where she worked on products such as the Encarta Encyclopedia, according to her LinkedIn profile. The two met at a dinner for Microsoft employees in 87. It took him quite a few months before he asked me out, Melinda Gates later said. Bill Gates had weighed the pros and cons on a blackboard, and in 1994, the couple were married in Hawaii. Financial details of the Gates' parting ways are not yet clear. Bill owns 1.37% of Microsoft's outstanding shares, which are worth more than $26 billion, according to FactSet. The couple were creators, along with Warren Buffett, of the Giving Pledge, a program that requires participants to give away more than half of their wealth. In, case, in the case of Melinda, it is a truly equal partner, Bill Gates said in the 2019 documentary, Inside Bill's Brain. She's a lot like me in that she's optimistic and interested in science. She's better with people than I am. She's a tiny bit less hardcore about knowing, you know, immunology than I am. Uh, in 2015, the two began pursuing areas that they were interested in. Bill Gates established Breakthrough Energy, an initiative to slow climate change that includes a venture arm, and Melinda Gates created Pivotal Ventures, a company that makes investments to foster equality. Okay. So we got like the whole fucking life story (laughs) right there. So that's incredible. We know so much more than we did. Did
1: you you know that there's a Netflix documentary about Bill Gates? I had zero idea.
0: I'm not surprised. He's a very important person and I'm happy for him. But what did Inside
1: Bill's brain, I've never heard of that before in my life. And now I kind of want to watch it. It sounds- Dry. (laughs) (laughs) Inside Bill's brain. Inside Bill's brain. Sorry. I would think of Bill Nye immediately before I thought of Bill Gates. His
0: brain too, you know, like Bill Nye brain science. Yeah. Like not that Bill Gates isn't smart, obviously. What did you think when you heard the news? Let's talk about it.
1: I mean, I have to say I was taken aback and shocked by this news. And I I saw it immediately. It popped up at the very top of our Instagram on Monday morning. And before I could even post it on our Instagram stories, I texted it to you. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I did that, but I was just so surprised by it. I needed someone to talk to about it. And at first I thought that it wasn't going to gain a ton of traction because I was like, even though obviously Microsoft is, and the Gates Foundation massive, massive, massive companies and foundation. For some reason, you know, I just thought that we sort of had that like West Coast bias. I'm like, do East Coasters care about Bill Gates? You know, like, yeah. grew up, you know, in college, my friends who grew up in the Seattle area were always talking about how like, oh, they ran into Bill Gates when they were taking their prom photos or, you know, they're, <laughs> yeah like my friend lives next That's to amazing. them or close to them and all this stuff. And so I didn't know if people would actually care as much as I did, but they did. This shit went viral. And maybe it was because it was such a slow news week but I was taken aback by it and honestly impressed by how much coverage it got. What about you?
0: I wasn't surprised because Bill is literally one of them. Is he not the richest person or he's in the top five? Isn't it Bezos? Oh yeah. Wait, top richest people. I feel like he's like two.
1: He's got to be in the top five at least. Oh,
0: Elon Musk. Oh, we're idiots. He's up to number three. Okay. He's number four. It's Jeff Bezos, Bernard Arnault, who's French. Elon Musk, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Warren Buffett. So, yeah. So, no, it's not surprising that this, you know, made national headlines. My only thought when I heard the news was when you're, and this is obviously just a, uh, this is an assumption because obviously I'm not Bill Gates's age. And how old are they? Like what? 70? There is, is that
1: late 60s, I think.
0: Sorry, guys. We probably should have done some research. Oh,
1: Bill he... Gates is 65 and Melinda. Oh, Melinda's only 56. She's got some wow. life ahead of her.
0: Oh, legend. But oh my anyways, God, she's anyways, so young. Saying... Well then, okay. That actually is, makes it a little bit less surprising that they got divorced, I guess. But even so, I feel like when you're, when you're in retirement age as Bill Gates is, I feel like, it's, and if you've been married for almost 30 years, it's like, okay, We had a nice marriage and now we're kind of friends. I think there's a, and I'm sure, you know, there's exceptions to that, but I feel like just from what I've witnessed in older couples is, you know, you're old. So it's not like you're this like passionate, you know, it's just, it's more of a friendship. And so they seem to have split amicably, you know, nothing tragic or crazy happened to cause them to feel like they had to separate themselves. So that leads me to believe that there is someone else that one of them wants to marry or to be with,
1: right? I'm going to guess Bill. I'm just going to say it.
0: Well, so here's what's crazy, Emily. And I have to say that before I saw this this story, I I had that thought. All I saw was Bill and Melinda getting a divorce. And then in my head, I was like, that's weird because it seems like it's friendly. So I feel like there has to be someone else on someone's part well then a few days later i see this old story from i think it was newsweek or maybe time that was an article about how bill has permission from melinda every once a summer to go on this like beach trip with one of his exes and what so people are speculating so this is some hot tea some hot goss people are speculating that you know she could be the other woman that's the reason why they would want to get a divorce so i saw of this so this is a recently published story by new york post but it cites a 1997 profile that time magazine did of him And so here's what the story says. After marrying his wife, Bill Gates would spend a long weekend every year at a cozy beach cottage in North Carolina with his old girlfriend. The billionaire Microsoft founder made sure the bizarre arrangement was part of the deal when he married Melinda French, Melinda Gates, in 94, he told Time Magazine in a 1997 profile, quote, We can play putt-putt while discussing biotechnology, Gates said of his private getaways with his fellow nerd techie and ex, Anne Winblad, who is now happily married to actor Kevin Klein's detective brother, Alex Klein. a source told the Post on Tuesday. Gates even sought Winblad's approval before before proposing to his wife. When I was off on my own thinking about marrying Melinda, I called Anne and asked for her approval, he said, adding that Winblad gave the other woman the thumbs up. Winblad recalled, I said she'd be a good match for him because she had intellectual stamina. Gates, who announced with Melinda on Twitter on Monday morning that they were divorcing, revealed that he and Winblad started taking an annual trip to his ex's Outer Banks home when they began dating in 1984 after meeting at a computer conference. The close pair continued making the yearly jaunt down south together, even after breaking up in 87, when Winblad, who is at 70, who at 70 is five years older than Gates, was reportedly more ready to settle down. The secluded trips uh, include everything from riding dune buggies to hang gliding and quiet strolls on the beach. We share our thoughts about the world and ourselves, Winblad told Time, and we marvel about how, as two young overachievers, we began a great adventure on the fringes of a little-known industry, and it landed us at the center of an amazing universe.
1: Are you kidding me? I can't say that I am. So this woman is 70 and she's just been taking annual trips with Bill Gates since the 80s. Yeah,
0: and it's it's like documented. Like I'm I'm reading this. I was shocked. Magazine. Her name. Like her name is in there. Yeah, I mean it's it's like it's public knowledge.
1: Okay, honestly. This is why I'm glad this whole divorce announcement got the attention that it did, because this is digging up a lot of tea. And did you also hear the Melinda Gates rented a private island to avoid the media following this announcement and the island goes for $132,000 a night?
0: I did not hear that, but good honor. I mean... It's probably so annoying.
1: Wait, and then, okay, this is not a credible source whatsoever, but when they mentioned their three kids, I had to wonder what they thought of it. And Daily Mail probably literally cannot be a trashier source to use right here, but apparently they are not happy. Oh, I mean, I don't... I don't even want to get into that, though, because who cares? It's like, you guys have enough money to take yourselves (laughs) to some nice therapy. I don't know. You'll get over it.
0: It's so true. What do they even do? I
1: don't even... The kids are 25, 21, and 18.
0: Wow, that's kind of youthful. I mean, I guess that makes sense with the age of their parents.
1: Why the hell didn't I realize they were that young? I fully thought that they were in their 70s.
0: Jennifer like, Rory, and Adele. Adele
1: Gates. Oh my god, the son looks just like Bill Gates. That is actually crazy. <laughs> is oh it god, Rory? why are we doing we're doing such a creepy deep dive right now? <laughs> I, I know thought, it is weird. I thought I had put every bit of information into our little outline, but unfortunately, it looks like we missed a lot.
0: Holy. It's such an anomaly because he's so universally loved for a billionaire. You know what I mean? Yeah. But they do do a lot for, you know, the community. <laughs>
1: the community okay so jennifer the oldest daughter she's 25 she did post on her instagram story and basically just said you know by now many of you have heard the news my parents are separating and she called it a challenging stretch of time for the whole family she's still learning how to support her process and emotions as well as her family members but she won't be commenting further so that's interesting huh bill gates seems like a good guy though you know like he doesn't give me creepy Bezos vibes.
0: I don't know. You think you know somebody, you know, especially the famous. And then you're always, I feel like I've learned to keep the famous, the celebrities at an arm length, an arm's length, because you always get disappointed in the
1: end. I know. It really is true. And I, Speaking of Bezos though, it was almost two few years. Speaking of the rich, Bezos and his wife, Mackenzie, Got announced that they were getting divorced two years ago. So that's pretty interesting to note as well. Just a two-year difference. Is Elon Musk married? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, to Grimes. Grimes.
1: Okay, so I don't even. Are they married though? See, that's what we don't know. See, does does anybody know? Does (laughs) we're spiraling. Does anybody know how to say their kid's name for real? Um, I heard. I don't want to talk about it. It's upsetting to me. No, but it's actually no. they're not married. Claire Boucher. It just bothers me because even last night on SNL, he made a joke about it, about the pronunciation, but he didn't actually say it. Okay. I no heard. <laughs> I was, I was really pondering.
0: I don't know. It really upsets me.
1: Okay, they're not married though. Is Mark Zuckerberg married? Emily, I'm bored. I don't want to talk about this anymore. No, but like, it's just interesting. Oh my god, he does, okay, yeah, he's married to... He's married, because people say that he's, like, creepy. Okay, well, speaking of creepy celebrities, that's a good segue into our next story.
0: So true, so true. Ben Affleck. Uh- <laughs>
1: You don't, I don't say that. You don't even need to say that. I was just piecing them out in case you wanted I to. I know, just-
0: but normally we have like a little intro title and I got thrown off because the title just says Ben Affleck. <laughs> Early last week, a TikTok user named Navine J shared a personal video Ben Affleck sent her after they matched on Raya. Jay said Affleck48 found her on Instagram after she unmatched him and sent her a video saying, Navine, why did you unmatch me? It's me to prove his identity. So you watched
1: this video. You've seen this. Yeah, I saw it. It was the creepiest video I've seen in quite some time. I think at first I was just like, oh my God, wow, look, there's Ben Affleck. She wasn't lying. And then when he says, it's me, goosebumps.
0: I found that to be really fucking weird. I found that to be weird that he found her on Instagram yeah. and sent her that video I We were all kind of, jo- everyone was like joking around about it online. Like, oh my God, that's iconic. Hilarious. Ben Affleck. Blah, blah, blah. Um, Hello. That is such a power play. And so weird. Just so weird. What if she just unmatched him because she didn't fucking want to talk to Ben Affleck? She probably did think that it wasn't actually him, but you were on Raya. So- And he was probably verified.
1: I know. Raya has such a crazy process. Why would they not? I don't think they'd let anybody be catfishing Ben Affleck on the app. So I'm not sure why that was her reasoning.
0: I've never been on Raya because I'm not famous, but. (laughs) And you're in a
1: relationship. (laughs)
0: Truth. But don't you have to, um, if you're famous, you get like a check mark because it's like four famous people or something. You get verified some way. Yeah. Famous people who are on the app have to prove their identity to the app, I'm pretty sure. So he was probably verified. So I don't know what the story was, but I just found this to be really weird. And Ben Affleck is a creep. And there's a lot of famous dudes who just historically date women much younger than them. And I don't know how old this girl was, but she was easily under 30.
1: Oh, definitely. Probably
0: probably 24, like half his age, I'm assuming. So for that reason, I'm out.
1: Wait, I'm trying to find. Um, fun fact: We have the same birthday. She was born on May 29th, <laughs> 1992. So she's, she's 28. Oh she's 29. Oh my god, that was so fast. She'll be 29.
0: Um, how old is uh, Anna de Arm Anna de Armas? She is 33. 30. Okay, I guess that's not that weird. She looks younger than she is. 33 and 48. I mean, could be worse, but that's still 15 years. And I'm just, I'm not judging. But when men have, you know, a consistent pattern of going after women that are much younger than them, that's not love. That's, you know, fetish, fetish, fetishization. (laughs) (laughs) Like that other guy, who's the other one that everybody hates because he dates young ladies, Leo, Um, Leo DiCaprio. He like, there's that one graphic of him, like his age, you know, increasing with every year and the people
1: he dates just stays the same. Have oh 100%. Yeah. Yes. And this is just interesting the timing of this was interesting because have you seen all the articles that people have been freaking out about because j lo and Ben Affleck have been hanging out recently? No. You haven't seen those? No. Yeah. I mean, there's nothing credible that actually points to them being together again, but of course everyone is hoping and praying for that. Just like, remember when Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt were next to each other for a little bit and there were some cute interviews and everyone was freaking out. Oh my God, they're going to get back together. It's very similar vibes to this, but they're not getting back together, but they have just been spotted spending some time together in Los Angeles in the last week. And I'm still
0: here for that because she's older than him. She's 51. I think A-Rod's better than Ben Affleck.
1: Yeah, I would agree. But yeah, (laughs) I I found that interesting because I'm like, what what was the last thing that Ben Affleck did? Like, has he been in something recently? Because he is always in the news, but I feel like he hasn't done anything in years, unless I'm wrong. I just feel like it's always his relationships. I feel like
0: people just love memeing him. Like all those videos of him taking out the trash or like having Duncan, yeah. Or there was that one picture of him Like putting a cardboard cutout of Ana de Armas in his trash can. Did you see that one? I was like, what the fuck? Um, The most recent thing he's been in Justice League this year. I don't even know if that's come out yet. Upcoming movies, The Flash, Deep Water, The Last Duel. Oh my God, I forgot that he was married to Jennifer Garner.
1: Isn't that so insane? I feel bad for her because he seems like such a- Oh, they have children. children together. Yeah, but he, I just love me because he seems like a dude that has a lot of issues and isn't a great partner and Jennifer Garner literally deserves the world. So I really like her. I actually just watched 13
0: going on 30 and it brought me to a
1: really, really good place. for The the woman, the girl, or the the woman who played the girl, the young Jennifer Garner, she's everywhere now. She was just on the Drew Barrymore show. I'm like, what is going on? She, she popped off on TikTok. Yeah. She's everywhere. I'm like, good for her. She's gorgeous. And you know what's crazy
0: is she l- truly looks like Jennifer Garner did yeah. in
1: movie 13 Going on 30, which i yes. like,
0: they did an excellent casting job. Good for them. Good for yeah, them. Yeah,
1: the, the people in charge of casting deserve an award.
0: They do. It's such a good movie. What else did I watch? I watched something else along after or before 13 Going on 30. What was it? <laughs>
1: We're getting so sidetracked on ourselves. I
0: mean, I'm just trying to make it more interesting. This is kind of fucking no. bullshit going on. Look.
1: Well, well, no, we have the Ben Affleck part of it. And then as soon as this came out, I knew, I knew that there was going to be another one because somebody else is going to want to hop on the train. This Naveen girl that posted the Ben Affleck video was getting so much attention. I knew there was going to be another one. And sure enough, two or three days later, what do we get? A video of Matthew Perry being creepy as hell. Not quite as creepy as it's me, but still creepy vibes.
0: So here's the story. Kate Harrelson, the TikTok user who called out Matthew Perry for matching with her when she was only 19, has been kicked off the elite dating app, she told Page Six on Friday. I should have expected that would happen, says Harrelson, now 20. I feel fine about it. I never really used it anymore anyways. A rep for Raya did not return a request for comment, but the app's website details its strict guidelines to protect its members' privacy. The removal of member section states, every member is expected to follow our simple rules of respect, trust, and privacy. There are plenty of places across the internet where an expectation of behavioral standards and respect for others, other users isn't required. Early last week, Harrelson shared a now-deleted video on TikTok of her FaceTiming with Perry 51 after they matched on Raya last May. Harrelson told Page Six that the friend star didn't seem to mind their 31-year age gap, clarifying that she had the app's age range set to meet older men "Quote for the joke of it," it kind of felt weird talking to someone my dad's age, and it just felt not right, especially when he knew how young I was," she said. She claimed the Perry even asked her at one point, "Am I as old as your dad?" Harrelson said of her decision to post their call on TikTok, "A lot of people were saying that I'm a bully and mean for posting this, and it made me feel kind of bad. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of guys in Hollywood are t- talking to all these young girls, and it's something that I think a lot of people should be aware of." Chrissy Teigen called out both Ben Affleck and Matthew Perry for being creepy following the leaked videos. I agree. Celebs shouldn't be making these creepy, desperate video replies on Raya. She tweeted on Thursday. Wait, is Chrissy back on Twitter? Yes. Oh my God. What? Okay, hang on. Have to talk about that, but let's finish this. But Tegan also bashed the women for taking to TikTok to expose the actor's eyebrow-raising behavior. It's tacky to release private messages. You're both wrong. Congrats. She wrote. Okay, what? She's back on Twitter?
1: Yes. She got back on Twitter three weeks after quitting. So it was in mid-April.
0: I'm sorry, but that's embarrassing.
1: No, I know. She oh, said know. when she returned to Twitter, she said, turns out it feels terrible to silence yourself and also no longer enjoy belly chuckles randomly throughout the day and also lose like 2000 friends at once, LOL. And then okay. she added, I chose to take, or I choose to take the bad with the good.
0: Okay, whatever. Let's talk about, now this is very interesting because I I was feeling very many things during this and I did not know about this Matthew Perry tea. And maybe it's because I have a soft spot in my heart for him, because of friends, because oh, so. that's show to make me consider, you know, both sides. Because is it a hundred percent really creepy that he had his age range set to nineteen or or you know eighteen, probably? Yes, yeah, yeah. but
1: is it not creepy that she
0: had her age like it's a consensual?
1: conversation exactly and that was the majority of the backlash that she was getting is that if you're going to be talking about how you're a little you know weirded out that you know he's your parents age and whatever then why would you have your age range set to that range and so and maybe they just do it as a joke thinking that nothing's going to come from it but then something does
0: and, you know, she's probably on, you know, when you're on Raya, you have the expectation that you're going to meet famous people. So she probably widened the age, you know, there's or not probably, but there is a scenario where she opened the age range so that she could meet a vaster group of famous men. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it's really weird for anyone, no matter if you're famous or not, or on Raya or where you meet them to go after someone who's less than half your age but you know she's above the age of 18 she she opened herself up to being having a conversation and you know nothing inappropriate happened like it's not like he you know was taking advantage of her or you know passed crossed any sort of line that would be exactly. a different conversation exactly. she's saying like it's fucked up and creepy that you're talking to me okay well you know that's like yeah it's have creepy. To
1: take the call. <laughs> Yeah, like you have, that is why the age ranges are in place on the app, so that way if you don't want to be talking to these creepy older men, you don't have to, and so... Yeah, it, I found the Matthew Perry video to be exactly what you said, a lot less creepy than the Ben Affleck video. Like at least Matthew Perry didn't track down her other accounts after being unmatched and then send her a video being, you know, asking, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Yeah. And yeah. really being aggressive in that pursuit. And so at yeah. least, you know, the conversation with Matthew Perry, even though it was cringe as hell and definitely just gave me a pit in my stomach. Like he wasn't saying anything inappropriate. You know, the comments are a little weird, like, oh, I'm, am I as old as your dad and yeah you know, that is weird Comment like are <laughs> you you know do you play with your hair a lot all the time or blah 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 like yeah those aren't great comments and they do give really creepy ass vibes but exactly he wasn't doing anything at least it was posted he wasn't doing anything that was really dangerous or scary or exactly like taking advantage of her in any way it was just a bad uncomfortable conversation to watch like, yeah. I don't like the scenario, but he approached it a lot better than Ben Affleck did. Not trying to give him any credit. I'm not saying that Matthew Perry is on the right side because he is absolutely not. But I'm just saying that for the exact same reasons that you just stated, they're both sort of in the wrong. He's creepy for having his age range set to that and for just wanting to communicate with someone that is 19 years old. And then she is on the wrong side for opening up her age range and then having this conversation and then posting it everywhere. This is where Uh, it, it really does suck to be a celebrity, but also accountability. I don't know. Oh God, I go back and forth. I
0: don't know. Yeah, I think I think you said it. I think Chrissy said it. It's they're both wrong in yep. some way. They're both kind of on the wrong side. Again, like if it had been a different situation, if if it had been Matthew Perry, even like so much as sexually harassing this girl or or having comments that were inappropriate, then you know we wouldn't be saying you didn't have to talk to him. No, that would be different. But you're, when you're when you're calling someone out for simply having a conversation in which both people knew the age of the other person. And yes. Nothing like nothing blatantly inappropriate happened, other than it just being a little bit weird. Uh, yeah, you don't have a great case, but I do see your point. You know what I mean? And I just have to ask Emily. Okay, I've been seeing a lot of uh, not a lot, but a good amount of content on TikTok over the course of you know the time that I've been on TikTok of uh, specifically relationships that have a really really large age gap. Yes, um, I, I just saw this person who it's this gal who she must be i think she must be 60 or 50. some somewhere in that range dating an 18 year old girl and they're the the older gal is a transgender woman and you know the girl is just an open out lesbian and and they went viral because a lot of people were curious about how is this you know is this a lot of people being like, love is love. And I support this for you. And you know, whatever makes you happy. And then a lot of other people being like, no, this is extremely inappropriate. Yeah. is Old enough to be your granddaughter, let alone like your daughter. Yeah. So that's just an example, but what is your opinion of people who are in relationships with a large age gap?
1: I know. I go back and forth because I also see a lot of those TikToks. I see the challenge of, you know, like, oh, my husband or my wife says that if we went to high school together, we would have dated or blah, 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 or one of those. And then they'll post a picture of their partner when they're 18 and then say me at that time. And it's a baby picture of them or something of that sort. And oh I don't know. it Personally, I don't love it just because, but I think I don't love it because I don't think that is something that I would ever be able to do. It's not that I think there are bad people or that it's wrong or, you know, I'm not going to go out into the streets and like protest and get people to sign a (laughs) petition to make it stop like and, and ban it because I truly do believe that some people, you just, when it's your person, it's your person. And if the age range is, or the age gap is 20 plus years, so be it, you know, you can't help who you fall in love with. I do agree with that. But Mm -hmm. it does just get a little interesting, like, whenever I see them, yeah, I just want to know, how did this start? How did you guys meet? Is there money involved? I also want to know just the background of their lives, like, were they missing someone in their family growing up? I don't know. And again, I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm just so curious how that comes to be. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that describes my feelings too pretty well, but I think one thing that's weird is that the legal age of adulthood is 18, and that is, you know, technically kind of an arbitrary number, and it's weird that things become acceptable when, you know, as as long as they're 18, it's okay, because yes, it's, like, legally okay, but then, like, if they're 17, you're a fucking monster, like, you know what I mean, so, like, why is it all of a sudden okay? Should there be like a legal age, but also, you know, a socially acceptable age, which I think people would argue on what the social accept- socially acceptable age difference is yeah. for any relationship anyways. Because I just, I think of it as like when I was 18, I was a lot less mature and I had a, a much less in tune outlook of the world than I do now as a 24 year old. Exactly. Person. So I don't know. Like it's exactly the same thing. I'm not going to fucking get on the streets with,
1: I'm not going to go stand outside a wall green, I, green, Yeah.
0: hundred percent. <laughs> but when I see content like that, it makes me genuinely uncomfortable, I know. especially if it's like over 20 years age gap. That means that when you were 20, like that person was an infant. That's just, that doesn't feel right. That no, does not it doesn't
1: right. sit with me. <laughs> and if they're happy, then good for them. But I just don't want, if I was at a restaurant and I saw a couple of, like a couple that was a six year old person and an 18 year old, I would have a hard time looking. I'm sorry. I'll just yeah. be honest. It just creeps me out. It creeps no. me out. If they're happy, good for them, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't want it.
0: Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm glad that I'm not alone there. No. So Chrissy Teigen.
1: Twitter. <laughs> I know. I know a lot of people kind of shadow over her because, yeah, it was under one month that she, she, I made don't, it, but
0: I don't want to shit on her, but that was just so dramatic how she was I like, on Twitter, and then came back, you know? So I know it would have
1: been one thing to just take a break. She could have easily, hey guys, I'm going to log off for a bit, be back when yeah. I feel better about this app. And, about and that's how- not
0: to, that's not to diminish you know, the horrible things that people were saying about her, especially around like her pregnancy and being a mother yeah. and there's a lot of shit going on. So I feel for her, but yeah, that's kind of stupid.
1: I know. Well, what a fun episode. This actually, what did we just say? These are always okay. the best episodes.
0: Yeah. It's when you have that, that real creative Liberty to just go down a rabbit hole or on a tangent about something like an egg chair.
1: I wish we were on one computer because it would be so fun to just take a screenshot of our Google searches as an episode (laughs) goes on. (laughs) like It's all over the place. Wait, honestly,
0: can we not? Because we're on the same... Are you on Chrome? Yeah. I think you can because I'm like logged in. Oh, wait, no. I'm on Safari. Never mind.
1: I'm like, ew.
0: Well, I, I use Safari on my work computer for like personal stuff and then Chrome is like my work stuff, so... It's just easier for me to like keep my personal bookmarks in one browser
1: and my work ones in another. You know, what I mean? can keep I can still screenshot mine if you want. <laughs> mine are so insane for my That's one is funny. Bill and Melinda Gates, three kids. Angry question <laughs> mark.
0: Wait, <laughs> angry? <laughs> wait, wait. Can I also tell you before we get off? While I was like trying to look on Twitter for something about Bill, or I was trying to look at Bill Gates on Twitter, but then while we were talking, I pulled up just like the trending like popular twitter stuff happening right now yeah and there's a story that's like kentucky derby winner medina spirit fails drug test the hall of fame trainer bob baffert whose horses have failed five tests in six months denied wrongdoing we didn't do it and then there was this meme hold on (laughs) i have to send you this meme it's like a picture of (laughs) a horse that's like totally ripped (laughs) shut up you had to be there, you obviously. On her story. I was dying. Like, I wanted to divert the whole conversation just to talk about this photo, but I had to just withhold.
1: I have <laughs> to say, I think one of my favorite tweets that I saw in the last week was Melinda Gates and Pete Davidson are now dating. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Audrey, <laughs> you do have to give us an apartment tour at some point this week.
0: Oh. I'll do that today. I'm going to clean my apartment. Yes. I'll do it tonight. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to, but it just, it was really dirty. Give the fans
1: what they want. I'm so excited.
0: Okay. I'll do that tonight. It will already have been up by the time this podcast is up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, everybody. Well, thank you for being with us for another week of The Wrong Side you know, the drill, follow us on Instagram. Once again, I am begging, I am pleading for you to post a review on Apple podcasts so that we can, you know, reach some level of success or some goals that we set at the top of this year. And, you know, just thanks for listening in. We love being with you. We love hearing your thoughts on the pod. So DM us or comment on our shit or respond to our stories or whatever. And yeah, thank you.
1: Don't forget, we only need six more followers on Instagram to get to 300. And if you are one of those six people, we will Venmo you.
0: No, we won't. We (laughs) will not Venmo you. You can try. You can try to request us and I'll think about it. I love bribing. Okay, everybody. Thanks for being with us. Bye. Bye,
1: guys.